Welcome to the Thinking About Massage podcast. This is a podcast about therapeutic body work, but a very specific aspect of therapeutic body work, the mental side. We'll talk about communications, communicating with your clients, the way we approach therapeutic body work, and also the mindsets involved in therapeutic body work. I'm your host, Stephen Schul. We're coming to you today from Austin, Texas. It's a beautiful day in Austin. I hope you're having a good day wherever you are. I'm joined by two special guests. One is Philip Russell, who is a licensed massage therapist in the state of Texas. He's also a licensed massage instructor in the state of Texas and is one of the instructors here at our um, business O'Caven Massage. And then we have Allison Moreno, who is the president of O'Caven Massage and has been around massage and body work for about 33 years, huh? That's right. Very good. All right. Well, welcome to both of you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me. We also have Keller here, our ace podcast specialist. Keller, say hello to everybody. Hello. Captain Keller. Captain Keller. Okay. I want to talk today about the opportunity of therapeutic massage. I, uh, you know, in our last episode, we spoke about how difficult it is to get therapists to do therapeutic level work. And um, this is not just here that it's difficult. It's everywhere it's difficult. So I think there's an opportunity to, to do therapeutic level work because there's a, there's, it's difficult to find therapeutic level work. Massage therapists generally won't do it for the, some of the reasons we mentioned in our last episode, but there's probably dozens of other reasons why they won't do it. But that's been my experience. So there's an opportunity here. Um, Phil, any, any thoughts on this? Allie? Now, as far as an opportunity for people to do this work... Yeah, there's, there's, a, there's a market out there. So there's something I read in part of your Mindset Matters packet you sent me that there's very little competition here. I would have to agree wholeheartedly that there is very little competition because there are few therapists that are, you know, they they have the mentality and mindset to be working in this way or even have this type of training. And being up here, I mean, it's tough enough for me to find a therapist that will do this work on me. As soon as I find one, I stick with them. That's probably what most people will say. Once I found a massage therapist that did something really good for my body, I, I didn't switch. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that, that shows you the commitment that people have to you. Yeah. Um, but overall, just, yeah, it, there, there's very little competition here. And doing this type of professional work, is, it's, it, it's tough to reach out and find these other therapists as well to talk with. Um, it's it's mm-hmm. a different category all to itself, and I'm... I'm happy to be part of it here. We have a lot of people at, you know, at our location mm-hmm. here that do it. Um, I'm sure you may have some thoughts on. Well, that. I think I think what what some therapists don't understand is is how few clients even know that massage therapists can help them. And so when you're equipped to treat these types of conditions, and you get someone on your table and you find out that they've had headaches every day for five years, or you find out that they've got tennis elbow or some other pain pattern that's been existing, and if, if you're able to um, show them 
what you can do and their body is receptive to it, you, like you said, Phil, can have a long-standing client. And you don't need too many of those in your in your world to stay very, very, very busy. Well, you know, you know, what I've sometimes have said, um, I'll, I'll sometimes mention a massage therapist, you know, hey, if you had a client coming, let's say you work 30 hours a week. If you have a client coming in every week for treatment, how many clients would you need to have a full practice? 30. 30. You'd need 30. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you guys are both good at math. Love it. Yeah. So that's my point is that. Um, if you're a massage therapist that's really struggling to build up your practice, one of the best ways to do that is to do this therapeutic work because these are regular clients coming in weekly, uh, twice a week, monthly, uh, as opposed to, you know, the once a year on your birthday or anniversary. You need a lot more clients if you're doing it once a year. Those weekly clients are really, really great to have as far as building up your practice, and you're not going to typically find people coming in weekly just for fun you know they're coming in weekly to get something worked on to have one of their issues addressed and so if you're able to tap into that one of the unintended benefits because the primary benefit right is to help your clients feel better but in an ancillary benefit is that you're able to stay busy as a massage therapist and have a a line out the door uh, which a lot of therapists that's that's a dream and a goal so I think the therapeutic work, if you can do it, learn how to do it and do it effective, uh, it has a ton of benefits both to the client and the massage therapist. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of opportunity there for the therapist, not only getting to change people's lives, but also help themselves in the process. Make it make a good living, keep it, have a busy practice. Well, when you <laughs> have a line out the door, you can charge more. Mm-hmm. And so you're able to increase your prices. You're not spending your hard-earned time looking for clients. They're, they're being put in front of you by referrals and, and friends and families of your clients. And so it can, it can save a lot of your time. You're able to have more time to do other things. And, and it has just a, a slew of benefits. It, I mean, as far as what the, I think something you said there is, you know, the line out the door this is the type of service that the public is actually hoping to find every time that they call in looking for a massage therapist that's going to give them something other than just a super relaxing work this is their style that they're begging for this person and you will be in such demand that you it's scarce to believe how much of a demand there will be for your services if you're geared just towards this therapeutic type work you can always do massage, but as soon as you understand to turn this light on, oh man, it, it opens the door for all types of people to come in for all types of issues. And that's one of the coolest parts is once you get known for doing this type of work, it actually broadens your scope of practice to service a much broader mm-hmm. range of people in the healthcare profession. Did you say, did I hear you say that everybody's looking for this kind of work? I think most of the public is actually looking for some type of resolution to really improve their body on a scale of something more than a relaxing, let's call it Swedish-styled massage. Because many people are looking for something, what's going to make my body feel better? Then I, I pick this up from just my clients. and not, Let's not be unreal here. I have a biased client base where they're looking for this type of service. However, I think that there's a giant demand in the public sector 
for this type of profession. That's why these therapists are successful in their profession and business, not just, hey, they're good. They're actually making a life and living it, like we tapped on earlier, a career at this. It's, it's more than just a gig. I, th I agree with you. I think that people are looking for this kind of work, but I would push back against the statement that most people want this work or everybody wants this work. Ali, do you have a feeling about well, it? Well, I mean, all I, can, all I can share are the statistics that we have from our client base. <clears throat> uh, we get about 1,000 new customers a month, and we ask every single one of those new clients coming to us for the first <clears throat> time what they're coming to us for. And 70% are just coming for a general massage. 30% uh, are coming for a resolution to a specific pain pattern. And so what I've noticed is that many times that 70% coming in for a general massage does in fact have a condition that can be treated with massage, but that's not actually what they came in for. It's typically after they've you know, built up rapport with their therapist. They've seen their therapist one or two times. Other things start to come out like, oh yeah, you know, the therapist might find a, an area that's really tight and say, hey, do you, do you get headaches? And then the client can say like, oh my gosh, yeah, I do. I, I wasn't, that's not why I was here, but I do get headaches. How'd you know that? And the therapist says, well, I, I think I could help you with this. Would you like me to give it a, give it a go? And so I think a lot of it is, you know, therapists kind of transitioning their general massage clients over into therapeutic clients. One of the reasons I would, I would push back against that comment is because in our practice, our, our business here, probably at most 20% of our therapists are doing therapeutic work and 80% are doing kind of standard massage and the customers don't complain, you know. Mm -hmm. so. They get what they pretty much get what they came in for. Um, that doesn't mean that I don't agree with the, the other part of, of your comment that there's a huge opportunity. I, I do believe that. In fact, l let's talk about that for just a second. Unless you have anything else you want to say about no, that. No, I mean, see, y'all are the ones who get the metadata and, yeah. get, to, and yeah. get to feed it in. Again, I'm yeah. very biased because I've only yeah. got one door. Yeah, yeah. So um, <laughs> here's here's a here's a little a little tidbit for, uh, for that. Well, we do know that once therapists start doing this work, the therapeutic level work, their practices grow because it is hard to find. It's hard to find therapists that do this work, and people are looking for it. To Allison's point, people can justify coming in multiple times, sometimes multiple times a week, when it's a medical issue that they're dealing with. It's a physical problem they're having. It's a medical I'm I'm not spending money on massage. I'm spending money on my medical, my pain management program. So they often will come in multiple times a week over a period of months. You're oh, smiling. My, my, favorite, my favorite story is we had a client who c comes in weekly, and she said her friend said to her, wow, it must be nice to be able to get a massage every week. And her response to her friend was, if you knew what I was getting, you wouldn't say I'm so lucky because this is work. I, I come out of there sweating. You know, this is, this is my pain management program. This is, I'm getting a treatment. That is not a massage. So I, I, I disagree. It's not that great. And, you know, I'm lucky that I can get the treatment that I need, but it's not a good time, you know? And I love, I love that story because 
she she really pushed back on her friend kind of because the the public's view of it is oh it must be so nice to go get a massage you know but if you're experiencing that therapeutic work and you're you know it's not all that enjoyable when you're receiving it the results are amazing don't get me wrong but when you're on the table having someone you know get into your areas that are giving you trouble it's not it's not fun a lot of a lot of customers will say i didn't get a massage i don't know I don't, know, I don't know what they got, but that, it wasn't a massage. Exactly. I've had massages before. That wasn't a massage. That's a common thread. I mean, the, that Allie said that, I mean, it's usually women about 45 to 55, and that's their response. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not getting a massage. Like, they don't understand what I come here for. And, it, and it's so funny because you're creating these bonds with these people, and that's also another funny aspect of this work. It's the relationships that you're building mm-hmm. with these people you are their body helper through mm-hmm. issues. Yeah. And that's, that's a role that you have to take on and own up to with your professionalism. So the topic today is the opportunity in therapeutic body work. Now, I want to approach it from another, another standpoint, and that is the monetary side. Allison's mentioned it uh, as well. You know, having your practice busy uh, benefits you from a monetary uh, standpoint, but there is another component of that, and that is how much you can charge per session. Now, people are listening to this around the country may not be aware of uh, those in in Texas will possibly, but there's a a group of chiropractors in central Texas. They're actually around the country, but they're more concentrated here. Their their headquarters is in San Antonio, Texas. And the the group is called Arosti. And the name Arosti is actually the, the last name of the person that started this group of chiropractors. But it's an interesting group. They, uh, they, they recruit chiropractors, but they don't allow them, for the most part, to adjust. It's just all soft tissue work. And it's really people that, customers that receive our work and then receive the roster work say that it's almost the same exact work. Mm-hmm. And, I, you know, it all came from the same place. It's basically variations of, of, of rolfing work and different deep tissue uh, therapeutic level massage therapists that have taught over the years. The Arosti people... They have half-hour session. The practitioner sees the client for a half an hour, and then there is another half an hour of kind of therapy that's done by a technician. But they charge two hundred to three hundred dollars per. Se- I'm sorry, two fifty to three hundred dollars per session. So that means that these Arosti practitioners are building out for the actual practitioner that's doing the work, five hundred dollars an hour. It's pretty significant. Um, yeah, that's that's a significant difference in what most massage, massage therapists are charging. So. Um, that just gives you some idea about what's possible, what people will pay for this kind of work. That's an interesting, I think, observation. Oh, it is. I mean, just in comparison, or comparing what we have here for our advanced level therapist, we, you know, it costs what ten to twenty dollars more to be working with them on the hour, and that's definitely deserved because you're getting that certain type of service. This is a real opportunity for people if you're wanting to do something within the industry and provide, you know, financially for yourself or your family. I mean, it, it's immediate, you know, to see, to pick up on what you would want to do. You just said 80% of our therapists, or what you'd guess, are massage therapists, and 20% are therapeutically minded. Yet the people who are therapeutically minded are... In general, I could be wrong about this, but I'm pretty certain they're requested more than the people who are doing the massage work. And that's where I wanted to structure my life. Mm-hmm. I didn't get into this to make beans and scrape by. Mm-hmm. I got into this for a profession, and making a lot of money at it is very intriguing to me. 
And so why not buy into a game where people are wanting to pay more for a service that is an elite style of service? Um, you know, this is a, a kind of a, very, a, a little bit of a tangent off this topic, but since you brought it up, making money, it's interesting. The massage profession is... Um, it's almost like a taboo subject to make money. Yeah, that's what I was going to say is that money is almost like a four-letter word in, in the massage industry. People people are almost... Cash. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People are almost, you know, offended at the thought that they should be making really good money. There's almost a, a poverty mentality, as there we really talked is. about before. There really is. Um, I think it's interesting and very noble, of course, yeah. that people want to help people and not receive anything for it, but... Uh, there's nothing wrong with with making some money along the way, and right. you should be making money. You can't keep doing it if you're not making money. This, so yeah, uh, one, one guy once said that he's been rich and he's been poor. And he said rich is better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't argue with that. I'm trying to find out. So yeah, I think I think you're absolutely onto something about you know the money thing and and people being hesitant to uh, charge what they're worth. Uh, for the service that they're providing. But I'm here to tell you that people are willing to pay. And our, you know, Phil talked about our advanced level therapists. Our advanced level therapists are making almost double what uh, our regular massage therapists are making. And that's because they have the demand and they can charge more. Mention what they're making. Mention, mention I mean, the our, number. I mean, our, our, our top level therapists are making 80 thousand to a hundred just over a hundred thousand dollars a year working on average 30 hours a week yeah and our, our entry our we have three tiers we have a tier one two and three and our entry level therapists our tier one therapists make in the 45 to 50 45 000. to 55,000 and then our tier two is somewhere in the $75,000 range and tier three somewhere in the 80 to 100,000 and, and that's 30 hours a week on average and I mean what other job can you even work 30 hours a week and be considered full-time mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. we're a little bit more physically demanding however you get a lot of free time this this is a yeah. great opportunity yeah. for this free time type to of work. learn more therapeutic <laughs> yeah we're gonna learn yeah. more stuff that's well that was a year and a half here yeah. you know it's great stuff um, well, good, 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 uh, good conversation, guys. Um, anything else that anybody wanted to say is a well. Let me just let me just say one last thing about this issue of money. We kind of did take a little bit of a turn here, but it's all on the opportunity of therapeutic work, and I think making money, uh, making a good income, comes under that. So that's fine. Making you know a de making what you're worth and valuing your your time and your expertise and earning a decent living is in part at least related to your own identity, your own self-esteem and your self-image. So sometimes our, our, our self-image and our identity needs to change before we feel comfortable making, you know, mm -hmm. making money. We, you know, there's something, sometimes there's things in our psyche that says, oh, I need to, you know, I need to, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not worth that much or it's not worth that much or whatever. And so there, there's some, you know, sometimes there's some things that need to happen before we can feel comfortable with that. Yeah, I think I think it's always good to be telling yourself positive things. I think it's important to say that, you know what, I am worth this much and the work is important and people will pay it and to have that confidence. Mm -hmm. I think it really has its own own benefits. Yeah, and, and uh, any, any other comments? Phil? Well, I mean, just something that you were saying there got my mind triggered on this and it's you know as you start to envelop this therapeutic mindset and the therapeutic practice 
what happens as a neat side effect, and I, I challenge anybody to say it doesn't, but you start having a different respect for yourself. Like you, you are valuing that you took extra time to learn more, that you did more. You, you, you may even take a little bit more pride in yourself, you know, happy about what you're doing. And, and even then, you know, valuing, well, this is a different service. This, this is a little more. I, I do have some value that's, that's worth something. It, it's all into the identity thing, the, the roles, mm-hmm. the identity. This, oh man, it's huge. We could, mm-hmm. we'll be on these episodes yeah. forever well, with it. Well, but yeah. that's where you really, yeah. the opportunity is to create a different version of yourself. Yeah, in the, in the mindset material, we have a whole section on identity and stuff. So good stuff. Well, guys, it's been fun to be able to discuss these interesting things with you, to discuss the opportunity of therapeutic massage. We're going to end our podcast for now, This end this episode, but uh, this episode has been brought to you by OkhavenMethod.com, where if you go to that, uh, that, that site, you'll notice there is a blog with many written articles, blog articles that are there. We have the podcast episodes there. There's free online training, technical training on all these techniques. I will say that the online way is not the best way to learn this. It's, a, it's an interesting way to get a preview and maybe even a review of it. The hands-on, a hands-on course is the best way, and uh, we have a schedule for our hands-on training there, so we'd love to uh, welcome you to any of those classes as, as they come up. Uh, we'd love it if you would rate this podcast and, and hit the subscribe button. We'd love to get with you each, each week as we do these episodes. So thank you for being with us, and until then, we will say goodbye. <laughs>